Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning St Thomas's and everyone who's joining me this morning. Hopefully one or two people will join. I'm now in which is great. Morning Leslie. Lovely to see you. We'll just give it another few maybe another minute and see if one or two other people join us lovely to see you leslie and there's a few more with us but you haven't signed in yet and that's absolutely fine gosh what another amazing morning i don't know what it's like with you but in warberswick near southampton as i'm now thinking of it <laughs> quite not quite near but um, not that far uh, it's absolutely glorious. The sun is shining and I think it's going to be quite hot. I say super hot because it's about 23, 24 it's supposed to get to. So thinking of my brother in um, Pennsylvania, it gets quite a bit hotter there than it is here. So I think he's 90 in the shade and, and we're sort of in the, in the 70s, 80s maybe if we're lucky. So it's lovely to welcome you all this morning to Morning Prayer with me, Julie Winyard, uh, Mark Winyard's mum. I hope some of you remember Mark and his two lovely little girls, Abigail and Hattie, and his beautiful wife, Kim, who all come to St Thomas's. And uh, whenever I come to stay, I always join you for the Sunday worship, usually the Sunday family worship at 10.30. And I think the last time I was there, gosh, well, it's got to be probably two years ago, I think, must be, mustn't it now? Um, it was in that rather beautiful village hall. The first few times I came, it was in the school. <coughs> and then you moved to the village hall and it is a lovely place to meet. And there's always wonderful worship, um, which is led by many members of the congregation which is great i think that's wonderful and um always a great sense of family so that's what we're celebrating this morning the family of saint thomas's in morning prayer so i'm using the northumbrian order for morning prayer so please do join in if you've got that in front of you in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And I was just um, fiddling around with my phone because I always invite some people to morning prayer. So hopefully one or two of them will be able to join us. And now the calls and responses. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord, have have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord, have mercy. 
you seek him with all your strength. Amen. Christ, have mercy. Such challenging words there for us today. That word all, a very small three-letter word, but my goodness, does it really challenge the heart to think, am I seeking God with all that I am this morning? Certainly challenging to me. And now we have the declaration of faith. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Welcome to you, Deirdre, as well, and good to hear that your arm is mending. That is wonderful, and praise God for that. And praying that soon it, uh, it will be completely healed. And good morning, Pauline, as well. Lovely to see you this morning. So I'm going to move to our scripture readings for today and the first one comes from Psalm 34 and verses 11 to 14 and rather a beautiful uh, start to this section of the psalm because um, God is referring to us as his children and it's always lovely isn't it to um, think around being a child of God and how special that is. So Psalm 34 verses 11 to 14. Come my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. And I think that's just to reflect on those words for, for a moment or two. So we have that, my children, which is God to us. It can be David to his children. It could be um, the church to the children who attend. Um, all of us, adults and little ones. It's about listening and learning the fear of the Lord. So I wonder what fear of the Lord means because we know that Jesus is our best friend. We know that God is our loving Heavenly Father. So what does fear of the Lord mean to us right now, today? We know that certainly in the Old Testament, the fear of the Lord was pretty um, in your face, to put it in a colloquial way. When the people of Israel were in the desert and when they did something stupid, they certainly experienced the fear of the Lord. The Egyptians experienced the fear of the Lord through the plagues and particularly through that last plague of the death of the firstborn. And God is a mighty God and we hear in Hebrews that our God is a consuming fire and somebody reminded us maybe it was Sean I can't remember recently that in uh, C.S. Lewis in his Narnia books 
he describes Aslan as not a tame lion. And I suppose what this does for us is it stops us thinking of God as something that we've created, something beautiful and, and pleasant. God is a fearful God. He's a mighty God. He's an awesome God. And we mustn't forget that side of his character as well as the side that we know so well through Jesus, our Lord and Saviour, and through the Lord's Prayer where we speak to him in the most close terms. We call him Abba, which is what little children call their daddies. Um, in Certainly in Turkey, in Turkey it's Baba, and in the Middle East it's Abba. So what do we have to do? What is this fear of the Lord? If we desire to see many days, which is, here comes a little promise after this, we must keep our tongue from evil and our lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good, seek peace and pursue it. And that's something just to take into our day today. When is it that we're likely to have an evil tongue? And it's most often happens when we start to talk about other people, maybe in a little bit of a gossipy way. And we all do it, I know, at different times, both in, at work and in the church and in the family. So we must turn from evil, and that's a very definite step that God is expecting us to take, to turn to him and to turn away from the, the things that are wrong, the bad things. So our next reading is from Genesis, and it's quite interesting because they've split this. So it's verses four and five, and then verses 14 and 15 of chapter 45 in Genesis. So here are verses four and five. Then Joseph said to his brothers, come close to me. When they'd done so, he said, I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. And verse 14 and 15. Then he threw his arms around his brother Benjamin and wept, and Benjamin embraced him, weeping, and he kissed all his brothers and wept over them. Afterwards, his brothers talked with him. So just pause for a moment. Say good morning to Stuart as well. Nice to see you. And just to have a think about that. Joseph's words. Do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here, because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. The psalm has just told us to turn away from evil. Now Joseph's brothers didn't turn away from evil because they were jealous of him. And maybe he gave them cause, maybe not. 
maybe he flaunted his the fact that his father loved him in a very special way it's difficult to say some some commentators say that that is how he behaved and he told his dreams to his brothers and he was a bit big-headed well possibly um, however whatever Joseph's personality in his early years in his teenage years was God had a purpose in what happened to him and I think that's something that we can take real encouragement from so everything that happens to us and some things we kind of bring on ourselves because of the way we behave or we do something that we know isn't right but God uses everything for our good and sometimes it, he brings things upon us which we've kind of brought upon ourselves to discipline us and to remind us that he is a God to be feared and a loving Heavenly Father who disciplines his children and sometimes if something bad happens to us it's because God has a greater purpose in some way in the long run and what an amazing purpose in this particular story because there was famine where Joseph's brothers were in Canaan and they came to Egypt to buy food and found that their brother Joseph was there and that they could come and live near him, with him, in, I think it was Gershom, wasn't it? A really beautiful stretch of land that Pharaoh allotted to the Hebrews, both because it was far away from where the Egyptians were. It was lovely farmland, green and pleasant land, and they could um, graze their flocks and as we know they grew in number and in strength amazingly during that time in Egypt and if you come to deeper on Sunday you'll find out what happens next and that's always really fascinating I love that that story of the Exodus so our New Testament reading is from Matthew chapter 5 and it's verses 10 to 12 and it's the last little bit of the Beatitudes, Jesus's amazing Sermon on the Mount. And it kind of links in with the other readings. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, but theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Excuse me. So here is Jesus reminding us that persecution is not something to be feared. It's something which brings great blessing. It's never pleasant, but it, first of all, it draws us closer to Jesus, closer to God. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven, says Jesus. And it brings great reward 
in heaven. It might be pretty horrible while we're still around here to experience that persecution, but it's a blessed thing. And I was reading in Acts this morning, in the Bible in one year, the account of the apostles being brought before the Sanhedrin and questioned about uh, their preaching of the gospel, of the good news of Jesus. And the great Rabbi Gamaliel stands and says those immortal words, if this is of God, it will continue and grow. If it's not of God, it won't. It'll fizzle out like many of the other movements that have happened um, related to messiahs and saviors of, of Israel. But, says Gamaliel, if you fight these men and you fight the message that they're bringing, you could be fighting God himself, which of course is the sadness and the irony of what happens to the Jewish people, God's own people who fight the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it, it makes me think of my, my many uh, Jewish relations and pray that by God's grace they will come to a living relationship and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ as Saviour. They have scales on their eyes at the moment. They cannot see the truth of the gospel. And yet, if you go into a synagogue, my goodness, the Holy Spirit's right there. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful experience to go to a service in the synagogue because you can worship in spirit and in truth and the Holy Spirit is right there. But the people are blind to the Holy Spirit and that's very, very sad. So I'm sure God will bring them because he promises to do so in the last days. So with those reflections, let's move on to our prayers. Do please put your prayer requests in the chat. It would be lovely to pray with you today. And I think that has been one of the greatest blessings since we had our first lockdown of morning prayer. One of the great blessings is being able to join together virtually as a family of Christians, as the body of Christ, uh, albeit a small part of the body of Christ. And the second great blessing is to pray together in spirit and in truth and to lift before God as precious incense those who need his intervention, his particular intervention and support to meet whatever their needs are. So I've got a little list here of, of people in St Tom's and others who very much need our prayer at the moment. So do, as I said, post any request you have. I'm keeping a check on, on my phone for the chat. So let's start with Irene. And I've been thinking a lot about Irene. And um, we heard at Deeper on Sunday that she is weak. She's finding it um, challenging having her treatment, as I'm sure uh, Dawn is as well with 
ambulances maybe not arriving on time and it's all a bit stressful and the journey to Southampton and Julie prayed yesterday that she would be able to access that treatment close to home so let's let's continue that thought and pray Lord Jesus you know Irene you know everything about her you know her heart you know her body every single bit because you knit it together in her mother's womb please bless her we pray an outpouring of your Holy Spirit to give her real joy today and we pray for your healing and we pray for your mercy in bringing the treatment closer to where she lives so she doesn't have a long ambulance ride and the stress of having to wait for the ambulance to come Lord Jesus give her resilience please give her strength enable her just to let go and yield all of her cares and all of her worries and anxiety to you so that she feels the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ which passes all understanding and we pray for Don her husband as well that you will strengthen him bless him keep him make your face shine upon him so he knows your presence really close to him during these difficult days of treatment Lord Jesus we thank you for Deirdre thank you that she's um, with us this morning and we've thought about the her arm again thank you Jesus for bringing great good out of this unpleasant experience we pray Lord Jesus that you will bless Deirdre thank you for accelerating the healing of her arm and giving her the strength back in the muscles and Lord Jesus we just praise you for your goodness and thank you so much for blessing Deirdre today and we pray with Pauline for Jonathan and Sue Vieira who are having a kidney transplant this morning we pray that all will go well and the new kidney will function well for Jonathan Lord Jesus we thank you that there is this match between Jonathan and Sue the kidney thank you that sue can pass on something to jonathan which in it will enable him to be well we pray for the hands of the surgeons today that you will guide them that you will give them the skill and the knowledge and the understanding and the steady hands to be able to do this operation we pray it will be a great success and sue and jonathan will make a full recovery and just feel so much better and we thank you jesus for these miracles of modern medicine that you have enabled to happen and we praise you for that we want to pray too for chris picard Lord Jesus we thank you so much for Chris and Karen and Karen is such a lovely person and her two little boys 
we pray, Lord Jesus, that you will be with that family. Please draw them together in love and in faith in you. And thank you so much that Chris will come to know you through this difficult experience. But we praise you that you are drawing him to yourself. We thank you so much for this. And we thank you for the operation date that they now have. And we thank you again for a successful time between now and the operation date. And we pray that he will feel strong again and uh, be ready to have the operation. And we pray that the surgeons again will do a phenomenal job. So apparently it's a very long operation in dealing with the whatever it is that is um, obstructing his system. We just thank you, Jesus. You know the detail. You know his body. And we thank you, Jesus, for healing him. For your name's sake and your glory and for the increase of your kingdom. And we thank you, Jesus, for answered prayer for Noah. Lord, we know many great things have happened for Noah and his family over the time we've been praying in morning prayer. You've really answered many, many prayers. We pray you will take him through now to the end of the treatment, that you'll strengthen him, that all of those bad cells will get truly zapped, and by the power of your Holy Spirit, his body will be completely healed. You have a purpose for him, Lord Jesus. The purpose is to draw others to you. We pray that the witness of Naomi and Luis and their children will be really powerful in that hospital. That doctors and nurses will question their faith or lack of faith, um, will grow deeper in faith because of it if they have faith, and that they will come to know you if they don't already. We thank you, Jesus, that you can do so many amazing things through just a tiny mustard seed. Lord, we praise you for bringing growth to your kingdom through Noah and his family. Lord, we want to pray for the two Bobs this morning as well. We thank you so much for... Bob Carkeet, who was very encouraging to me when I started doing morning prayer as part of the rotor. Lord, we pray um, for him and for his sight. Lord Jesus, we know how tough it must be to have had that full vision um, and to now have a much diminished vision. We praise you for blessing Bob, strengthen him, give him tremendous joy in believing, joy that overflows to others. Be glorified in him and heal him. And we pray for Bob Nichols too, that there'll be rapid healing for his sinuses. Horrible operation, Lord, and, and you know how horrible it is when the body gets poked around because it is ultimately going to do uh, good. But we just pray for Bob Nichols that you will bring him back to church to minister to St. Tom's congregation in full strength, 
feeling much, much better. Thank you, Jesus, for blessing him and his family. We also lift to you Sue, Michelle and Kat and any others that we know who suffer from this dreadful after effects of the COVID virus. Lord, we thank you that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall rise up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. And we pray and claim that promise in Jesus' name for Sue, Michelle and Kat, that they truly will have their strength renewed. Help them to wait patiently for you and give them great joy during that waiting period. And Lord, just to pray too for Roxanne today and who's been having such a difficult time as she's had to come off the medication due to side effects and so therefore all the allergies are blowing up again. Lord, bless her. Please heal her. We just, we're a bit fed up with this, Lord, really. And uh, having been reading Pete Gregg and being indignant in prayer, I'm not sure I'm quite good at being indignant, but Lord Jesus, you know our hearts. You know how much we long for Roxanne to be healed. And we pray that you will do this in Jesus' precious name. And we lift to you also her little girl, um, Jessica, who cut her finger very badly yesterday and had to go to A&E and the, it didn't stop bleeding for a long time and we pray Lord Jesus that you will heal her finger completely that there won't be any problem with blood clotting but that you will bless them bless them as a family Lord Jesus they've been through so much um, over the last few months please just bring the power of your spirit into the midst of that family. Renew their strength. Give them wings as eagles. Enable them to run and not grow weary. And bring great blessing to them. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now I can't see any other prayers um, in the chat. So perhaps we'll draw our prayer time together now by saying um, the Lord's Prayer together. And I'm going to use the version that's right here in my Northumbrian prayer book, which is the traditional version. And just let's, let's think about these words as we say them. They're very special. They're the words Jesus gave us. And they paint a picture of our Heavenly Father in all his majesty and in all his mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.
And here's the canticle, so do join me if you know any of it by now. It's just becoming a little bit better known in my head. It takes a long time for things to sink in, in terms of learning them off by heart. I think it's to do with my age, but it is beautiful. Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. Christ as a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me, Christ over me, Christ beside me, on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek yet all-powerful. Christ as a light, Christ as a shield, Christ beside me, on my left and my right and let's just pray that particularly for all teachers today in their classes that they will have really great days and have a wonderful time with the children the children will be willing to learn today Lord. and here's our blessing may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And let's go into the day thinking about the character of God majestic, mighty and merciful, our loving Heavenly Father, who, to whom we are so precious that he sent his only Son to die for us on the cross so that we could have a relationship, a loving family relationship with God as our Father. And let's also, as we go into the day, give thanks for the little things. There was a, a TV program, I don't know if it's still on, but I, I think I just picked up the title of it once called Sweat the Small Things, which basically meant, as far as, far as I can see, because I don't know the sort of teenage language of the moment altogether, it was about um, just letting it all go, letting those little things go. I think we can reverse that as Christians. I think we can give thanks for all those little blessings that we have every day. And even if it's just looking around you and think, praise God at this lovely place I live in, this lovely house he's given me or flat or whatever it is. Um, those little things make such a difference and remind us in difficult times that God absolutely loves us. So God bless everybody. Amen to you, Leslie. And I will see you all again soon with another instalment of uh, Northumbrian Morning Prayer. And it's lovely to, for the privilege of joining you this morning. God bless everybody. Have a great day in the sunshine. Bye.